Welcome to the Stuff and Things Podcast. Your home for all stuff related to your favorite things in entertainment. Now, here are your hosts. Hello everybody and welcome back to Walking Dead Wednesday here on our podcast. I am Sam. Joining me to discuss the latest episode of The Walking Dead here of Stuff and Things, it's Stefan! It is I! I have returned. He is here for the final time. For a few For weeks. a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He is here until he turns into a zombie. You are heading stateside, brother. I am. Yeah, the big old US of A. How are you the, feeling? The Looking land of nearly all zombie films. Yeah, great. Yeah, if the apocalypse ever happens, it starts there. I don't know where you're going. I know, right? Yeah, me, I'm just heading to the Winchester. Yeah, That's it. Better idea. Much better. <laughs> I have a pint wait for this whole thing to blow over. <laughs> uh, do you know, the funniest thing about that film is it does happen there. He does have pints, and when they leave yeah. the pub, albeit through carnage, the army shows up and the whole thing does blow over. <laughs> so his plan was solid. In fairness, yeah. If it wasn't for other people, he'd have been fine. Those meddling um, kids. Yeah, always. Um, so this is The Walking Dead Season 11, Episode 11, which I always love when I get to do that. And the title of the episode... Rogue Element! Yeah. Um, now, I th- did not expect The Walking Dead to turn into a murder mystery detective saga. Scooby-Doo is what I've written. Yeah. Um, did you... Did you... Um, <laughs> you know, we, all, we always used to do this. I don't know if you still do it. When they said Rogue Element, or when Eugene said it, did you go, whoop, yep. There it is. There it is. That's the title. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, this is a this is an odd episode for me. Um, not because yeah. I, I'm not going to call it bad. I, I don't think it was a bad episode because again we get to see uh, a little bit more like the Commonwealth and we get to learn that a little bit more and it kind of heightens our okay what the hell is going on. Yeah. But at the same time, and it's possibly the character. It's possibly the Eugene thing. Um, Eugene, uh, played by Josh McDermott, great actor, really, really funny guy. Um, if you ever get to see him just being interviewed or anything at any point, pay attention, he's hilarious. Um, he is a very, very nice guy by the looks of it, and a very mm. good actor, because his yeah. character, God. Well, it's, it's, frust- it's frustrating, because he's not, he's not a bad guy, but he is so frustrating and creepy. Mr. Cockwomble. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he oh. is he is just really frustrating. And, like, when he, he was talking about something, I think Princess checked on him, and he was like, oh, I'm performing within whatever the parameters I would... And I'm like, dude... Just say I'm okay, for yeah, Christ's sake. Yeah. And, but, I mean, there are people out there like that. I mean, there are people who... I, I work no, with a guy. No, I, no, I, no, I refuse are. to believe these no, people mate, exist. No, there really are. I worked with a guy once who was uh, 40 years in the military, and then when he came out, he... he he uh, worked in financial services, did his exams and everything. I worked with him, and he he had to read books how to speak to people. He genuinely struggled. Yeah, he, this guy struggled terribly to just communicate on a daily basis. And he would watch videos and stuff on how to greet people in the morning. This, it's this, not. Yeah, it's, it's not. Oh, it's an affirmatively positive day outside. That is no, not how you no, greet no. people. He, he was. He was not. Um. He, he, yeah. <laughs> if you got the book and it says that the book's wrong, <laughs> uh, but uh, no, he, he wasn't a Southern American or anything like that. He, but he just he struggled. So when I look at Eugene, sometimes I do picture that guy, and I do think, well, there are <laughs> people out there who genuinely. It's difficult for me because I, I talking to people is natural. It's just I'm I'm a natural that, yeah, personality. I, I, I'm that annoying guy that will say hello to you on the London Underground. Like, oh, I will no, talk whoa, to whoa, anyone. Whoa, The London Underground, you face forward, you look like the world's going to end, you do not speak. What the no. hell is wrong with you? The person next to you, morning, and sociopath. watch them freak out. Absolute it's amazing. Sociopath. No, no. Yeah, say hello to the person that sees next to you on the tube and watch them just freak out like no. what's happening. Me and, um, me and you did play that game at Christmas a few years ago where you say Merry Christmas to people and then you total up the points. To yep. see how many people are. That's a fun game to do when you're out and about. Especially in like the week up. Christmas Eve, everyone's got that kind of spring in their step. But the week <laughs> leading into it. Merry like, Christmas, yeah, Merry Christmas. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> It really is. And you just see how many people say it back. Me and my daughter played it when we went shopping. And it was like, okay, got to keep a running total. And you get a point for every person that says it back. Or points to duck yep. if they walk off, shake their head, tell you to go yourself. Yeah. 
Uh, but back to this episode, uh, focusing yeah. in. There's kind of, uh, I mean, I've broken it down into three arcs. So if you don't mind, I want to kind of get one arc out of the way because yeah. it, it was sort of a bit the Hornsby and Carol thing. Um, he kind of insinuated to her, you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, kind of scenario. Carol yeah. wants Ezekiel moved up the list. He insinuated he could definitely do that, but he wanted, you know, some help from her, some other things. Uh, you know, read her file very, uh, you know, I, I don't know what's in that file, by the way, because I doubt it's fully comprehensive of what Carol's done. You know, uh, <laughs> Can uh, you imagine? No, there's no way that file is, is comprehensive. There can't be. She's there working in a bakery. If that file was comprehensive, she'd be on death row. I mean, yeah, she wouldn't be allowed in. No, yeah. <laughs> no way. Um, so uh, that was it. Was kind of a weird thing. I mean, I've written down an unholy alliance between these two. Um, they visit like a small settlement who trading partners, and the guy when he's with Carol seems a very laid back, very kind of um, you know, he quite enjoys what he's doing. He quite enjoys. Mm-hmm. He says like, I like being out here because you know it just it's easier, and I get to see people. And he sort of says, you know, and I want your help with this asshole. And true enough, this guy does appear to be an asshole. Yeah. Um, and Carol does a little bit of digging. Can you help me with this? Because I've got to be honest with you, I don't know whether perhaps I, I blinked and sort of missed something or <laughs> or yep. if I zoned out. But did she actually have a conversation with any of these people? Or is it insinuated no. she no. did? No, this woman crossed her hands and looked slightly unhappy. And Carol, and Carol went, oh, I know everything that. now. So do, we, do yeah. we work on the theory that Carol spotted that and then went and had a chat? Because that wasn't clear, was it? No, it wasn't. It was literally the woman crossed her hands and looked a little yeah. bit sad. And the next minute, Carol's going, well, you'll actually find out he's stealing all the money. He's not yeah. paying anyone anything. And he's mistreating mm. all the women. Yeah. What, what? Because that woman crossed her arms? Yeah, yeah. Car- wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, psychic. Perhaps this file says she's psychic and she's just bluffing it. <laughs> if you want a lawyer, go to her. <clears throat> Jeez. Yeah. I mean, it, it was... I mean, the guy then just, like, has him arrested and, like, just Carol says so. Like, oh, okay, thanks, Carol. And then the like, woman nods at Carol and not Carol's like, you got it. It's cool. Yeah, so International Women's Day there. You know, a bit of a solidarity sister, but I, I don't... Yeah. I, it did feel like there was like a line missing where she went. I've spoken to, you know, that would have been it. You know, it was like oh, I've spoken to that. Lady. And I feel like maybe there was, and I missed it. Maybe I blinked and I missed it. I don't know. I I didn't see it. We, either we blinked at the same time, sneezed at the same time, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, well, it's possible, but uh, yeah. not very likely. But the thing is, I'm always nervous after Jesus on the van thing. I, I'm always very nervous <laughs> that I've missed something. So I yeah. I, I, t- I say these things with a with an element of. Maybe I missed it. Someone How else. did that guy appear there? Did you not see yeah. on top of the van? No. What what van? Yeah, oh, man, I st- I'm still living that down. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So, do uh, you know what that episode? I went back. I was like, so he was not. I like went back and rewound it. Was like, oh crap, this son, this isn't good. It's he, always he... those silly things like that that are like yeah. they'll be the ones that hold against you forever. Oh, oh without a doubt. Yeah, and, that, and that's cool. I, I don't mind. I still get messages about it, so it's, it's, it's all fine. Uh, but yeah, so Carol um, does this. I mean, did you fully follow exactly what he was going to Because in no. the Commonwealth, they've got currency. And okay, it makes sense. They've got people with jobs. They've got items they can buy and stuff like that. He says that this settlement's not in the Commonwealth. It's kind of one. It's like a trading partner. It, I kind of felt like they were almost like one of his hidden secrets. Y- yeah, I... Uh, it's going to be interesting. I'll tell you why it's going to be interesting because I do get the impression there is a power struggle or kind of like a a different scene between Hornsby and and the top lady in the Commonwealth. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. And neither of them are really coming out looking like great people right now. Like neither of them are. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does make me wonder because Hornsby seems a little bit more down to earth a little bit more uh, likable um and whereas the main character she doesn't seem likable she doesn't look approachable she's got that horrible son oh. you, and i'm kind of wondering if we're getting a bit of a switcheroo here i'm wondering if we are kind of being led down the path of oh, okay hornsby's okay so he's kind of in a power struggle with the lady oh, okay all right you know it's going to be a bit of a 
a bit of a set to. We know whose side we're on. Oh no, wait, she was the nice one all along. Do you know what I mean? It was. I get you. Yeah. I, I do wonder about I that. mean, he calls himself a villain at the end of the episode, and I'm like, wow, talk about putting it out in black and white. Yeah, I mean, uh, to be what honest... What are you going to do, tell him I'm the villain? Well, yes, yeah. you've just told us that, yes. Yeah. Well to be honest with you, when we get to that stage, yeah, our, our opinion on Hornsby is obviously different. I mean, yeah. different a little bit, because I still don't know fully what the hell he's doing, but it's, it's interesting, so... yeah. The whole thing with Carol, yeah, is that a official thing? Is he out there getting people to grow opium officially for the Commonwealth, uh, the poppies and stuff? I mean, it's I, I don't know. It just it does seem strange. But also, he's paying them. Yes, but they're not in the Commonwealth. So what the hell good is money to them? Yeah, that was that was one of the bits I kind of picked up on. I was like, what what is he paying them? Is he paying them? Hmm. Their currency? Is he paying them in food and water? Is he paying well, them in... Because if he's keeping it from the others... Yeah. Like, it's not like... He can't be paying them in protection and stuff because you can't keep protection from someone. No. Unless it's a case of, we have 12 bodyguards, they're all mine. Yeah. You know, so it can't be that. So it's either got to be rations or money. And if yeah. it's money, money's no good to them because they're not inside the Commonwealth to spend it. No. Exactly, and is so I'm, I'm confused because the way they were talking, like with overtime, and he's holding back. It sounded like money. It sounded like currency. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that did confuse me. I'm not quite sure where that is. And the thing that I, I'm guessing we're possibly going to be seeing a little bit more kind of of these types of deals, these types of things to learn a little bit more about what he's doing, but. I don't think we're necessarily going to see that settlement again. It feels like this was kind of like a. Look at him, he's a little bit shady, or is he? Is he doing this for the greater good? What's going on? I feel like I'm a little bit... I don't know quite what the hell that was. So, yeah. So, like I said, I want to get that kind of little arc out of the way, because I don't think it really forwarded the Carol-Ezekiel plot at all. It just kind of felt like a... Let's put Carol in this episode. Here she is. Yeah, I get you. It didn't seem to have much of a an overriding kind of, ah, oh, yes, now she's done that, this is going to happen. Exactly, and she didn't even seem to press that, like, okay, you know, I've helped you here, we'll wait, you know, what next, or what what happens now? She she just kind of like, oh, yeah, I'll come along for a ride. Yep. Yeah, so it didn't it didn't feel like there was a lot to that. Um, <clears throat> the other arc in this episode, which I, I quite enjoyed, um, but at the same time, I did sort of question what show I'm watching. It was Connie and Kelly as investigative journalists. The um, CSI Commonwealth. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I don't know. Very. It's different. It's very different. This within the Commonwealth episodes of The Walking Dead, um, because yeah. they're trying to show us how these people we followed through hell would adjust being back in a form of society. And I fully understand, like, so where Connie and Kelly are at the moment yeah. is very much where we are. Every time a new person gets introduced to the show, yeah. we're like, oh, a new person, they must be bad. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Why must they be bad? Do you not remember Terminus? Do you not remember this? Do you not remember this? Do you not remember this? So in terms of that, they're now there, so they would be questioning Everything like I think I think the thing that's interesting as well is obviously Connie was a journalist before all of this, yep. so that's why she's back in this role, and obviously uh, interpreter wise Kelly's with her now. Connie, it was a journalist in a free society in a free press. The Commonwealth yeah. doesn't appear to be that. The Commonwealth appears to be very much hey, let's make this topical. The Commonwealth appears to be Russia in terms of how the state media and you know the editor that Connie's arguing with is like you just paraphrase the statement you don't dig you don't look around yeah. you just go this is what the government said and that's the fact you don't question it which if you're um if you're a reporter from a free I mean that's just going to make your brain itch you know that's going to be like as soon as you hear that you start going why yeah, exactly, and and so uh, her storyline is, is an interesting one because it's kind of like she is now looking and questioning things. How long is that going to be allowed to happen? And and we see her <clears throat> go to the hospital to try and investigate that guy from the previous episode, uh, the one who took hostages or a yeah. hostage, Davis. Yeah, yeah, and we and we come across uh, Mercer, 
looking menacing as hell. <laughs> he just opens the door, stares at them and closes it again. I'm like, okay. To be fair, if he did that to me, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I'm done. Right, I got like, what I needed. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Mercer. Yep. It, we were laughing because in the last episode, we were talking about, oh, has this guy actually got a soft side? Him and yeah, Princess, yeah, yeah. is that a potential? This yeah. episode, I am menacing man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, his soft side's still pretty hard, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he, he kind of does that and they see him there and then they have this ride-along thing where basically the hereditors sent her just to document a day in the life of Mercer and his and his patrol and stuff. And um, we do get a little comment towards the militarization of the police. So it confirmed what I said the week before that they are one in the same. Yeah. Um, I did also laugh at Rosita saying, open up, it's the CA, which I'm guessing is Commonwealth Army. I'm assuming so. Yeah, but it did, it did like, open up, NYPD, you know, it just yeah. it did feel very like, oh, this is weird, she's doing a wellness check, that's a real terminology from, like, the modern world, oh, that's his odd. <laughs> yeah. Really odd. Um, but yeah, sorry. So to finish the storyline with um, Connie and Kelly, Connie and Kelly do this ride along. They start asking him questions, getting in his face a little bit, and he does break a little. By the way, just before this, he does split a walker in half with an axe, and is covered in blood. And I mean, head to toe. Yeah, there's no covered. way he's not ingested a little bit of that. He is turning. Yeah, <laughs> no chance. Plot armor, baby. Oh, red, yeah. red plot armor. We are um, coming back to plot armor at the end of this. Podcast. We, we will, we yeah. will. But he does that. But there's quite um in the trailer. There's that scene of him looking evil, covered in blood, and the yep. way the trailer has it, it's like, oh, that guy's gonna kill people. No, he just he just literally axed his way through a load of walkers to save. By the way, how crap are some of these troopers? Yeah. They're wearing body armor, which is like make them bite proof, and they're like, "Oh no, run away!" What the hell? Yeah, I'm stumbling. I've hurt myself. And then you Just... see Rick. You know, like you see like bloody hell. Judith would have handled that many on her own with her katana. This is yeah, yes. But anyway, so we saw that scene. That was kind of cool. I Maybe like CA things. stands for crap army. <laughs> I'm with you, yeah. Um, it's good to know, though. We've taken down. Um, so we got that, we get this scene, and then we're, he's talking with Connie, and he, like I said, I think he breaks a little bit when he says, what's the point in you doing all this? We both know no one will listen, or we both know this It would never make it out sort of thing. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, damn. Yeah. So it's kind of a hint of he... He knows something. He he is aware of something. And we see him go to the hospital to visit this guy again. And he's been moved. And he's like, well, why? I've, I I left orders. You know, no one should have moved him. And the, by the way, the doctor's just like, well, clearly people can not, not listen yeah, to you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the only one who can move him. Apparently not. Oh, I know. Oh, don't <laughs> I know. piss off Mercer. And then he punches through a wall. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> it's a... Uh, yeah, this this guy meant that. He was proper yeah. angry. Um, I think that is designed for us to then believe that he puts a note under Connie's door. I'm not convinced it would be him. It doesn't feel very Mercer. It doesn't feel very big, badass, violent dude to go, ooh, I'll write a little note. I'll put it through a door. I think he's far more likely to go knock their door and go, Oi, <laughs> what do you know? Because this is what I know. See, I have a feeling Mercer's going to come out as a good guy. Like, like he's not a bad guy now, but his <coughs> his moment with Princess made me think that his yeah. moment of kind of letting his guard down. He didn't like being part of that kind of scene. Uh, he'd obviously met Princess. Did his head in when he was doing those interviews? Do you remember? Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> and but you could see he was kind of like, hey, you know, it's great to see you in here. You know, come with me or whatever. It just you'll be fun. <laughs> you will you will make this bearable for me. So please come with me. Yeah. Um. But like I said, he's got like this sort of celebrity status, which obviously the media have given him. And I think perhaps that makes him uncomfortable. Perhaps he thinks that. He's been made a bit of a kind of oh here's our folk hero, and yeah. I'm not sure he fully agrees with everything going on, but he's got this status and they could easily take it away from him. Um, 
I don't know. It's it's a strange one, but I I don't know. I don't know if he'd be a kind of guy to put a list under the door to be that cloaking dagger. I, it kind of feels like there's something else doing that. Yeah. But but I, I mean, it could be that obvious. I mean, it could just be that obvious. <laughs> it could be that he is him. Um. But yeah, like you, I I think Mercer's going to come out of this. Uh, on on the side of the angels rather than being an asshole. I, I reckon so. Or this is the big plot twist and actually he's running the whole thing. That'd be hilarious. And uh, he is actually like the governor in disguise. <laughs> what, with a little walker baby? Yeah. Yeah, hidden in a uh, cupboard somewhere, yeah. Oh, that'd be cute. Um, but yeah, so, so that's... <laughs> it was that's... not cute last time. It was no. not cute last time we saw remember, that. Remember he was brushing her hair and she's like trying to bite him? Yeah, Imagine that being was... the actress in that brief, right? So the man's going to brush your hair and you're going to try and bite him. Okay. Yeah. Really? Yes, just do it. All right. Yeah, yeah great fun. My daughter would love stuff like that. But um, So Eugene and Stephanie... I have written Eugene and Stephanie's romance to mystery to heartbreak to what the f- fudge. I I messaged you as I was watching this. You did, yes. And I am not going to lie. If Eugene turned around and told me he loved him, the next thing I'd be doing is packing my freaking bags. Oh, um, So I completely understand what Stephanie's going through. Yeah. I, I love you. Oh, great. I can positively confirm it as affirmative that I have some positive sort of notion in my loins towards you. Yeah, I'm gone. Bye. See you later. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. God, could so, you imagine the vows if you got married to someone like that? No. <laughs> should You'd we write our own... 25 <laughs> should, minutes of him Should just we write our own vows? No. Just read the freaking card, Eugene. Yeah. Um, oh. I... So... <laughs> Yeah. We open up with her uh, in bed with him uh, and she's reading this book, a uh, novel that he's writing and he kind of reacts like, oh, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm, I'm reading your novel that you've written and um, he's like, oh, I've not finished it. And it's kind of like a sweet moment between the two of them. And, and, I, and I was watching it and I was just thinking to myself, I don't know how much time has passed, but it feels like Eugene's gone from arriving at this community having spoken to this woman on the radio or who he thinks was this woman on the radio, mm-hmm. to now being in a full-fledged relationship with her. You know, and it's kind of like, damn, that, that's happened quite fast. But I oh, know, the bosses didn't give us any 34 days in the Commonwealth. Yeah, this so episode, was, I have no idea what's going bit, on anymore. Yeah. It was a bit, contextually, it was a bit difficult to try and gauge timescales of where we were. Um, we knew Princess was in there, and, and we saw others as well, uh, Rosita, for example. So we know the time is elapsed in terms of everyone's there who were going to be there. So yeah, it, it was a bit confusing a little bit. Um, mm. And uh, possibly out of order. I, I genuinely looked there and just thought to myself, said this, this woman is someone who's out of Eugene's. He's punching here. He, oh he man, he's giving hope to every man in the world. Yeah. Right now. He, he's punching. And, and I just sort of thought to myself, and it's bizarre because up to this point, you had questioned several times who the hell is she? Is she on the level? No way she, you know, there's definitely going to be a twist here coming. Yeah. And as time kind of went on, I think we both just, she kind of faded, didn't she, into the background. And in this episode, she front and center again. And I did have that moment, just as like he was saying about, I love you and oh, I love you too. And she waved goodbye to him. And I was kind of like, there's no way she's going to be there. It's like, there's no, there's, yeah. there's like, there was like, this thing went to me. There's no chance at all that when he like calls on her again, it's like something weird's gonna happen here. And and sure enough, it did. We kind of got the. F- I mean, it's funny, but it's not. I've been there. <laughs> he sat there with the two ice creams. Everything in the world is sunshine and rainbows. Everything's happy. The world's wonderful. And then boom, we see he's been sat there for hours. The ice cream's melted. It's yep. dark. It's gloomy. It's awful. I was like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's my sweet spot for dating right there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of like, oh, damn. 
<laughs> so, I mean that they had it was it was savage. But it, what was again? So it was interesting. He then goes to look, and she's gone. Like she's not there. She's like left her job, and he starts investigating. And then Princess goes to check on him. And again, we don't really know. Is this a week later? Is this? I mean, I'm guessing it's a bit of time because he's put together a freaking full-on investigation board. Oh man, that that board he's got with the red. Like, I yeah. tell you, some of those red lines didn't even go to anything. They were there purely no, for decoration. No. Absolutely, they were. <laughs> they were making pretty patterns in one corner, just like, oh, oh I like to make a hexagonal. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I, I've got 32 metres of string, but I only need four, <laughs> so I made some bits. Well, you wouldn't Forrest Gump, mate. I don't know what... <laughs> mate, my, we all know my accents are crap, all right? We know I can't do accents. It's no, just, but... Most of my accents end up Welsh, and I don't I... even know how. <laughs> my, yeah, no, my my um my daughter can do accents quite well, and she ends she learned how to do an Indian accent recently, and it's not appropriate for like a thirteen year old little white girl doing a very good Indian accent. It's not. There's, <laughs> there's not many TV roles she's gonna get with that, especially now the Simpsons won't allow her to do it. Well, yeah, uh, but yeah. So um, accent wise, uh, yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll stop doing them as well. You're fantastic, <laughs> and I'm awful. Man. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, no, but I said affirmative. Um, so I, I don't know what the hell that was. It was like you said, like the CSI thing. It was kind of like he's off investigating, and I, I mean, I wrote down Scooby doing it. Um, and he was trying to track down these people. He spotted someone leave the building, and he spotted this guy whilst he was hammered, drunk, taking a piss, and he was like trying to talk to him. Some guy shouted to me whilst he's peering up against the wall. I'm going to keep walking as well, by the way. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, man, hey, buddy. He's like, nope. Yeah, um, bye-bye. Yeah, no chance. So, it, it was interesting. It was it was weird. It was kind of like, I don't really know where this is going. Has she been kidnapped? Has she run away? Like you said, you know, Eugene telling someone they love them is going to go. <laughs> bye now. Um, but then he's, like, putting together these, and he's talking about, oh, these people, this mystery person. And I'm looking, and I'm going, that's Hornsby. I recognise that person. That that's Hornsby. The lighting of the cigarette in the dark. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's literally. I can see who that is. Why can't and yeah, anyone? That, anyone else? That see who really that made is? me laugh because I couldn't tell if it was a case of they've got the lighting wrong and you can yeah. actually see it's Hornsby, yeah. or if it's a case of it was the lighting, the cigarette, the way he was standing, and everything that made yeah. me go, "Oh, that's Hornsby." Yeah. So I think I need to re-watch that scene back just to yeah, make well, it's, sure. It, I mean, we because both, I'm like, me and you, are both just like, well, I know who that is. Which yeah. surely you know. That guy literally was your point person. For yeah, come this. on, Eugene. Sort it out. Yeah, come on. Use your brain. Um, so he goes He goes into this building. He, he gets told by everyone, like, drop it. He breaks into that guy's place and gets caught. Uh, he drags poor Princess along for the ride. Then Hornsby shows up, basically tells him he's going mental. Um, at that point, yeah. I, was, I, I was sat there and I was like, but it's Hornsby. You, you literally saw the dude. Oh, yeah. mystery mystery man, I think, could be the head honcho. It's him. He's right in front of you, Eugene. He's making you sign something to say that you're batshit, saying he's doing you a favour. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, that, that kind of was like, what the hell? Um. Why, why didn't he recognise him? He then goes to that building to investigate again, and the lady known as Stephanie absolutely drops him with a kick. Mate, I thought she kicked him in the balls. The way he hit the floor. Apparently, uh, he then says, a boom yeah. across the stomach. Yeah, but, no, but was, I thought it was, it, it, he's laying on the floor I, like, gasping and I'm like, oh, I, she has just castrated him. Oh. I think, I think that boot hurt him here and here. <laughs> I think that yeah. was a, that was a moment of physical pain combined with, oh my God, the emotion I've been looking for you, you maniacal bitch. <laughs> yeah. And and then Hornsby shows up and basically does a kind of Scooby Doo level reveal of I'm a bad guy, she you know Yeah. <laughs> Eugene's this blubbering wreck, this kind of like mess. And the thing I quite liked was Hornsby just stayed silent staring at him. Yeah. I kind of that's far more menacing, far more sinister than like if he tried to comfort him or if he tried to shout at him or if he'd done something else. I did have a moment 
and it was a very brief moment because I, I, I guess certain characters in the show I think are going to make it to the end and Eugene unfortunately is one of them I did think it would be hilarious if he just shot him in the head and that was the end of Eugene I mean, I would have cheered. I mean, no, I wouldn't have cheered. No, that's bad. But but don't. You, but, there was this yeah. moment when they were on the stairs. I mean, you've talked about the camera angles thing when there's a certain angle. Yeah. And so it was like framed so you're over the shoulder of Hornsby. And I just had this image. And he's like shouting at him and all these different things. And I just had this image of like a silenced pistol just being raised to Eugene's head. And it's like, well, I can't have you telling people that, can I? Bang. And yeah. I think it would have been an absolute... Oh my god! Like it would have shocked the hell out of the whole Walking Dead universe. Yeah, like, people would have sat up if that had happened. God, can you as imagine? it, as it, yeah, wonderful news. But as it, as it is, you just kind of like, oh, all right. So what, what happens now? Hornsby's running some sort of secret society that helps bring people in. So he's not a bastard. He's actually, and he points out to him, he's like, "You can hate me if you want, but you and all your people are better off because of what I did." Which is also kind of true. I catfished you <laughs> with this woman. Yeah, and this is what she does. She works for me. She helps me bring people in, suss them out, work them out, and then when it got too serious with you, I made the call to like get her out of there. Yeah. So she is basically a spy for him, and he's like got his own little covert. So we've got the CA, the Commonwealth Army, and I'm guessing this guy runs like the CIA. <laughs> just Ooh, the, yeah, just like the covert special ops kind of spying. It's it's weird. It's like uh, okay, right? Well, tell me more about that. I want to know more. And Eugene's not going to let it go. So what is this guy thinking? Is he thinking he's broken Eugene? And therefore, you can just let him carry on. Because if he's that sinister, and what he's doing is that cloak and dagger, then surely Eugene's dead. He <clears> needs to be taken out. Well, you'd think so, yeah. Because the other thing that occurred to me is, like, we're seeing this kind of spying, he's running this kind of operation. And me and you have talked, or I've talked about, I feel there's tension between him and the head honcho lady, whose name escapes me. What is her Milton. name? Milton. Dude, thank you so much. I, I like. I kept thinking. Oh, I'm not going to say what I had in my head. <laughs> okay. I had Milfton. Oh wow. Which, which was not true at all. But I, I think I saw a, a TikTok where someone said it, and I was like, no. But the problem is, it then got stuck in my head. Yeah. Like, every time I think of it, I was like Milfton, and I know that's wrong. <laughs> it's like nope. It's, it's like, like any time someone says the word Bruno now. Yeah. Oh, don't don't even talk about him. <laughs> um, so yeah Milton Pamela Milton there was like that tension but do you remember when that guy shouted there's thousands of us yeah. and she turned to him and went are there and he went I'll find out yes so maybe she knows what he does maybe this is he is the spy master he is the guy you know the little finger of the walking dead commonwealth <laughs> uh, yeah so, so yeah it's interesting. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Um, I I also think that the Eugene thing, like leaving him, I, like that's the thing I don't get. Why would you not just take him out? Um, so so perhaps he is arrogant in a way of kind of thinking like I'm above all of this. If you go ranting to people, no one's going to believe you anyway. So you know, go shoot your mouth, kid. Do what you got to do. Yeah. The ending then. Mm-hmm. This this was confusing for me. On so many levels. Eugene is burning all of his missing posters that he did for her. He's burning his book, which she gave him the confidence to write. And he's generally sat by this dumpster dumpster fire of his career. Of his <laughs> life. Yeah. Of his life. And is having a moment. And then we see uh, a female sort of figure appear behind him. I thought it was going to be Princess. And oh, initially, I princess, yeah. when I heard the voice, I thought it was Princess. Like, Eugene, I need to talk to you. And I'm like, okay, it's got to be. But then she referenced the telecommunications. Taylor Tart, whatever it was, yeah. Yeah, Taylor Tart. Da, 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 da. So he looks around, and I'm, I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be that Stephanie woman. Maybe she did feel something for him, and now she feels bad. But it was somebody else. It was Pamela Milton's, like, 
PA, basically. Yeah. Whose name is Stephanie. Her character name is Stephanie. And she says, it was me you were talking to. And, what the f- and the at this ends. point I'm just sat there like what is going on like so did this woman I... speak to him initially and then it get taken over like did did like she get rumbled for a start in this conversation when she shouldn't I, I am baffled man you know I when you baffled. talk to like a help desk online yeah and it gets so far into a conversation and then it's like Hi, my name is... I've taken over this call now due yeah. to you asking. It's like that's happened. So Stephanie's been talking to him all this time. He's gone, do you know what? I think we should meet. And yeah. at that point, someone will have set off in a little alarm bell. And it's yeah. like, huh? Manager, take yeah. over the call now, please. And it's kind of like the fake Stephanie then steps in as like a security measure. Like, no, you've been talking to this guy. You know, we can't, we can't have you going out, venturing outside. It just, I don't know, man. If something, something feels off. But it is funny but when you, when you realise she's the one now. If you go back and you look at some of the scenes she's been in around the group, she's always looking very longingly she's always looking very kind of like i want to talk to them but it i just thought she was like this bambi looking character if you know what i mean just yeah. kind of like that's the natural look but now back selling it yeah she's looked like she's wanted to blurt something out to him for quite a while it was me yeah so that's that's interesting don't you think i mean that's actually kind of like Okay, what the hell is going on in this place? Who the hell is that guy? Who the hell is she? What the hell is going on? Um, so yeah, not a bad episode. Like I'm not like it's not a bad <laughs> yeah. episode. I'm just kind of there wasn't a uh, there wasn't anything in this episode you dive into and go that was awesome. Yeah, it was difficult in the sense of the last well the first episode when we first came back. Oh yeah, that episode was yeah. like whoa. Yeah. And then the second episode, we were all like, "Okay, Halloween. We've had a bit of a, yeah. a bit yeah. of a time change. A little bit like we've had to go back in time. Yeah, we've had um, like the the view of inside the Commonwealth. So it was a lot yeah. slower episode. Yes, but, but but it felt felt productive, didn't it? It felt yeah. like it furthered a lot of stuff. This I don't I don't feel <laughs> like it furthered a lot, but kind of did give us more. It made us more suspicious, I guess. More kind of what the hell is going on. And it feels like Connie is going to be pulling at the same thread as Eugene, but perhaps from different angles. Yeah, I feel like they're not going to be working with each other, but at the same time working towards the same thing. Yeah, 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 same. So that's going to be interesting. It is going to be interesting. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued as to where they're going with it because we know that season 11 is following the comic book arc of the commonwealth um we know that for the tv they've created a thing called the crm um we know the crm and their alliance etc with other communities so we know there are these super communities out there that exist yep the, are the Commonwealth aware of these other communities? Are the CRM aware of the Commonwealth? Are we going to see any sort of reference across these two? Because in the comics, Rick is in the Commonwealth. The CRM doesn't exist. So, yeah, when he, when he was taken, everyone kind of thought, well, that's the arc that we're going to see go that direction. Here comes the Commonwealth, yeah. Yeah, but then we got the Commonwealth for Eugene and this this character, Stephanie, getting in touch with each other. So the Rick kind of thing is going to be completely separate, completely new. The only the only thing I'm happy about with that is I never liked the what they did in the end of The Walking Dead. I didn't like the fact Rick was killed. I didn't. I, as an ending, that for me was like, no, nah, that sucks. He did it purely so that he could walk away from... Oh, I think he was done. I think he was absolutely pissed and done, and it, the book had run a lot longer than I think he ever intended it to because of the TV show. And I got the impression he just hit a wall and went, "You know what? Fuck it, kill Rick, and we're done." Yeah. Um, and that that's that's kind of how it felt. And a few of his interviews around that time felt that way as well. Um, yeah. It felt like a middle finger to AMC. To be honest with you, um, yeah, he uh, went from like appearing on things like the Talking Dead and the chat shows yeah. a lot, loving what was happening, yeah. to over the last few years appearing less and less and then just disappearing. Yeah. 
Well, he's got an active court case against AMC, yeah. look, uh, which, um, you know, Alfie used to say to me in America is not as, you know, it's kind of, you, you still work with people you've got active court cases, but I'm like, yeah, that just wouldn't fly here. Well, you, you know? think um, Scarlett Johansson and Disney... Yeah, yeah. Kevin Kevin Feige apparently settled that. He apparently was the one who stepped in and got all that sorted. Oh. Um because he wanted to keep working with her. Um, <laughs> yeah. Disney, shut up, we like this person. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Apparently she's gonna direct something soon, which is which is interesting. Uh, there's an announcement pending. I also heard a rumour um the other day or I heard I read a rumour the other day on Twitter. She's in um Doctor Strange too. Ooh. Yeah, apparently uh, the similar arc to in What If. Yeah. Uh, this world has lost its widow. Do you remember that? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently there's a there's a scene or a couple of scenes with her in. Hmm. Be interesting. Be very interesting. I mean, they're pulling out all the stops. It's all but confirmed that um, <clears throat> Chris Evans is in it. Yes, yep. Yeah, um, but just not not what people think. But anyway. Well, that was a um, tangent and a half, wasn't it? Back it to- was. <laughs> that, that, that did take me off on one. So, so Battle of the Walking Dead, uh, the one big thing that came out of The Walking Dead this week, other than this episode, is the news of another spin-off show. Dun, um, dun, the, dun! Yeah. Thank you. The Isle of the Dead will coming uh, 2023. It's been ordered by AMC, a six-episode first season, which I kind of like. That feels like a tradition, a Walking Dead kind of tradition. That's how it all begins. Yeah. Do you know what it uh, feels like to me? Go on. It feels to me like two more characters that I don't give a shit about what happens for the rest of this show because I now know they're safe with another spin-off. Yay! <sighs> We, you couldn't have let me get there naturally. You had to just dive in with the negative. I'm you, sorry. You, you it just it's pissed me off because they've already done it with Daryl and Carol, and every time something now happens to them, I'm like, meh, whatever. Yeah. And now we've got a really great storyline here of Negan's wandered off on his own. Where's Negan? Where's he going to yeah. show up next? What's going to happen to? Him? You've got oh my god! From that flash forward that we saw, Maggie's going up against the Commonwealth. How is that going to end well for Maggie and Hilltop? She's going up against the Commonwealth. That's yeah. never going to go... Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah, they're fine. Fuck it. Don't worry about it. It's all good. <clears throat> language, Timothy. Sorry. Um, yeah, it's um, it's kind of interesting from a point of view of... I have very little interest in watching Carol and Daryl. Um, yeah. And that's uh, purely because we all know what that's going to be. It's a show for that whole fan base that loved them as a couple. And... That's not me. I don't see that. I've never seen it. So the idea of being force fed that is not for me. So I've I've said we've said it here. When the Walking Dead season eleven ends, we're not following that spin off the podcast. There'll be other shows following it. Don't you worry, but not us. Yeah, Maggie and Negan does interest me because there is a dynamic between these two which is brutal. You know, like a real kind of. In in season eleven, for example, like you said, then there was always whenever those two were near each other, any minute one of them could be dead. Yeah, and that was a really interesting dynamic. And when Negan saved her a couple of times, and she was and like, "How does she, she's struggling to process it?" You can see she is genuinely struggling to be around this guy who she had this very clear "I hate this son of a bitch" in her mind. We're now so many years later. He's been locked up. He has changed. His relationship with Judith has changed him massively. It kind of interesting. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan on a podcast I listened to did an interview, and he says before all of this, he was a teacher. He was not a great guy, but he loved working with kids and helping kids. Yeah. He said so. The character in Negan, he said, suddenly went through all this transformation. Evil went through all this stuff. You got to see in that standalone episode what kind of drove him to taking that attitude of, well, me first, and you know, people are a resource, and being really brutal about yeah. it. And he said being locked in that cell broke him. He said the time he begged Maggie to kill him was genuine. It's like that. It broke him. He couldn't cope. He lost all of his power. He lost everything. He he literally wanted to die. And she left him there because she saw he was broken. It was like, no, you get to live with this. This is better, actually. Yeah. And that, that broke him even more. And he said, but his relationship with Judith, he was helping her with schoolwork. He was talking to a kid again. He was involved in that. He said it brought his humanity back. 
And from that point on, he's like his character is different. He is a different guy. He is, yeah. He said the arc and all of his point of view is now back to what civilization was, which is what Rick was trying to do. Negan kept saying it was dead, you'll never get it back, Rick, it's a dream. But just being around the kids and being around in that community is like, oh crap, yeah, actually, it has done that for him. Yeah. So what, going back to what I was saying before, like the Maggie around him, it must be freaking difficult. You have got this picture of this evil son of a bitch in your mind. He's not that guy now. Don't get me wrong, he's still clearly got it in him and you have to watch him, which is what makes him such an interesting protagonist. But is that dynamic's been great in season 11 and they've kind of split that and then they've announced this show. So are we going to see him clash again? Are we going to see... Is Negan gone? Is Negan gone to New York now? Is he not going to appear in season 11 again and then just show up for this spin-off? I, I don't know. Um, But to... to I am interested in that. That does interest me. I would be intrigued, greatly depending on, obviously, how they set it up in yeah. the final episodes. I think if they go off together as a romance, raising Herschel, I don't think I'll buy into that and probably say no. <laughs> oh, gosh, 100%. Like, you want them to be kind of... This, Frenemies. Yeah, the partnership that doesn't really yeah. want to be there, but this is yeah. how we survive. Yeah, they are, you kind of want them working <coughs> together, but in a in a constant thing of this is hanging over them. Like it's just it's just interesting. It's just a really interesting dynamic. But like you said, it is really really aggravating that we now have four of the main cast we know are safe. Yeah. I cannot put into words how annoying that is. Now, I know from what I read online, some people were delighted. Oh, that means they definitely make it out. Oh, this is such wonderful news. I'm like, okay, if you're a big fan of the cat, I do get that. But where's your suspense now? Where's your kind of... That's part of the fun. Part of the fun of this show initially was like, oh, well, don't fall in love with any of these bloody characters. Jeez, you know... I love that guy. Oh, he's dead. Oh, okay. Well, I like her. Oh, no, she's dead now. Well, I'll never kill this little girl. Oh, wow, they shot her in the face. You just have this kind of scenario where there's no danger for them, and it takes a massive amount away from the show. All four of them, you know, if they share a scene together, the four of them threatening each other, we're like, well, nothing's going to (laughs) happen. They're all going to walk away. Yeah, we we know they're all going to walk away and hug. It's just done. So... It is aggravating, it is annoying. I don't get why they do it. I don't understand the logic to it, other than they want to announce content because they're fighting a war against streaming services well, and yeah, they're that's trying true. to keep subscribers. And AMC On Demand basically is Walking Dead fans. Oh, really? Is that like all well, they've got, pretty much? Well, I guess well, so. That's all they they've have, really I got. I mean, they've got other shows. They've got Breaking Bad, but it's the only current content. So you can watch archival footage of other AMC stuff, but The Walking Dead's their their biggest thing by by a long way. And if you want people paying for an on-demand service, you need to keep giving them content that they can only get with you. You know, um, yeah. So it, I mean, it makes sense. You want to make money. How do you make money? You bring out new stuff. How do you get interesting new stuff? Well, you've got to advertise it, it and yeah. you announce it and stuff, but. I would have so much preferred if they had announced it as you have two spin-off Walking Dead shows characters to be announced. Yeah, featuring characters of the main cast. We, we, you know, at the end of the series, there's going to be a big launch, you know, know, so a goodbye to Walking Dead, but then we'll announce who are going to be. And, you know, like, do posters with silhouettes and people go, oh, I think that's Eugene. Oh, no, I think that's Negan. You you could have had people talking about it like crazy. Yeah. uh, But still leaving the... Like, I could have looked at it and gone, that's definitely Maggie. Definitely Maggie. But I still would have had a doubt. I still would have gone into it every episode thinking, oh, I think she's got the spin-off, but I don't know. I don't know. It's not confirmed. Yeah, if it was like silhouettes, for example, you'd look at that and you'd go, okay, that's definitely a woman with long hair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or or no, because... Ezekiel's got the long right. hair as well, yeah, so it could have exactly. been Ezekiel actually. You're, you're How many women characters have got yeah. long hair? Yeah, loads. Spot on. But instead, they turn around and go, "Hey guys, don't worry. The four big characters are not gonna die." Yeah, well, it's it's annoying. Um, 
But anyway, we will park that. Uh, there is a spin-off then. We will keep an eye on that. We will announce more information as it becomes available. Uh, but until next week, um, where I will be back, hopefully, with a mystery guest. It's I'm, still a mystery. I'm interested to see who you get to replace me. Well, uh, see, no, here's the thing, okay? There was a and couple they, they of people... better not be better than me, because I expect to come back first week of April. <laughs> Well, there was a couple of people who do Walking Dead podcasts who I reached out to to see if they'd be interested in cameoing on our show. Yeah. And they were very interested. So, yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Um, and then just trying to set up times. Um, and so I looked at that and thought, that could be fun. While you're away, I'll get different people on with me for the time you're away talking The Walking Dead from other shows and a bit of cross, bit of cross promotion. Um, but it's all gone very quiet. So I, I kind of thought I had it set up. So next week it will be me and a host from another podcast together. Cool. Or it will be me talking to myself. Okay. My alter ego. I'll I'll, I'll do like back and forth. I'll do an accent. It'll be fine. It'll be me and Eugene. Hey Eugene, what do you think of this episode? Ass on affirmative. There you go. Perfect. He will do it as well, people. He will do it. I will lose my damn mind. Uh, but anyway. Massive thank you to everybody for listening. We really appreciate you. Uh, do get in touch if you want to discuss the episode. You can message us on Facebook, which many people do. Uh, please do. We don't always reply that quickly because we both kind of see messages and think the other one's replied, but we will reply. It does get really um, confusing because I'll be replying <laughs> to someone, go back to it and go, hold up, I've missed like 12 messages. What the hell? Yeah. Are they... <laughs> yeah. when we were talking happen? about Division. Why are we yeah. now talking about Fear <laughs> the Walking Dead? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. things move pretty fast, my friend. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, get in touch with us any way you want. Uh, you can email, you can Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok's always fun. Uh, we are putting content on there on a regular basis for The Walking Dead as well as all the other shows we talk about and things we enjoy. We will speak to you again really soon. Stefan, you'll be back in a few weeks' time. You take care of a really fun holiday. Everyone else, you take care. I'll speak soon. And uh, I really hope you're not left here all on your own to record by yourself. But that is me out. I'll see you all in a couple of weeks. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Stuff and Things podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find us on Facebook or online. Simply search the Stuff and Things podcast to join in our conversation every week.